Hey everybody, this is uh, JC coming at you with another podcast to talk about from rat race to riches. I am, uh, as you all know, I am a 44-year-old father of three trying to make it, trying to get out of working for corporate America, trying to work for myself, trying to become an entrepreneur. Um, as you might, uh, as I talked about in yesterday's podcast, uh, uh, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. Uh, the pain that I've got uh, comes from lower back pain that I have. I got, you know, lower back problems and it's turned into sciatica as of uh, like last Friday. So for the past five days, I've been dealing with sciatica, which is a pinching of the nerve bundle, the sciatic nerve, and it can go down either the right leg or the left leg. In my case, it's going down the left leg and it's going all the way from my back, all the way down my left leg to my feet. Um, makes my legs hurt, or makes my leg hurt a lot. The only time I'm not in tremendous amounts of pain is when I'm laying down. Um, but even then when you're laying down, I have to elevate my, my legs a little bit. Uh, and, uh, it's just very hard to focus. So I woke up this morning around 6am. Uh, um, normally I try and wake up, uh, earlier than that, about 5am or so, uh, so I can work on my entrepreneurial dreams and get, get some work done and then go before I go into my nine to five job. And then, come home, have dinner, and continue to hang out with my kids and my family, try and have a little bit of time with my wife and, and uh, other hobbies. I think it's very important to have a hobby. Whether your hobby is reading, fly fishing, playing video games, which is my case. Um, yes, I'm 44 years old and I play Xbox. Leave me alone. Uh, um, but I also try and keep it in balance. I'm not one of those guys that plays video games four hours a night every night. I used to be. Uh, but that's not healthy. Uh, um, but it's also, I think it's not healthy to not have a hobby. If you just work all the time, I think what's going to happen is that you'll burn out. You have to have a distraction. You have to have a, a, a release. Whether your release be going to the gym, your hobby be going to the gym and exercising, or, or fly fishing, or reading a book, or writing a book, or uh, uh, knitting, or sewing, or whatever, painting. Um, riding horses, whatever it may be, I, I think that everybody needs to have a hobby. Uh, for me, my hobby is literally outside of my wife and kids. My hobby is, is uh, playing video games. And the reason I play video games is because I grew up on the Atari 2600. Raise your hand if you know what that is. Uh, the Atari 2600, really enjoyed it. Started playing Pac-Man when I was the littlest one. I'm the youngest of uh, uh, four kids. And uh, uh, I was the youngest and they were all playing Atari. They were all playing uh, Pac-Man and, and Pitfall and all those video games. And I remember them and I've just been playing video games ever since then. But I also try and keep it in balance. I try not to play it hours and hours and hours every day. It's not good for you to do something like that um, because it is good to have a hobby, but it is also good not to be consumed with it where you're taking away time from your family, taking away time from your kids and taking away time from your dreams to play video games. Uh, um, I'm not knocking video games, and I really think people should really look at people who play video games in a different light, especially a lot of adults who play video games. Uh, other people might who don't play video games, they probably don't understand them. Um, that's their hobby. That's their uh, time to meet with other people or speak with other people. Like when I play video games, I'm not playing by myself. I'm playing with a group of people that I play video games with. And it's a great time to have a relationship with, have a bond with. We have something in common. We laugh. We joke. 
we tease each other, we play video games, and uh, and it's a good time. It's a good hour or two well spent uh, every now and then. Just don't do it every day. Just don't do it six hours a day. You know, that's just not good. So going back to how I woke up this morning, woke up at 6 a.m., I was in pain, had an appointment at the doctor at 8 a.m., um, checked my phone like I normally do in the morning uh, um, just to see. Uh, uh, in case you don't know, I have an eBay store. Uh, I started an eBay store a little bit over a year ago and had three orders I needed to fulfill. Um, so I fulfilled those three orders uh, uh, before I went to the doctor, went to the 8 a.m. appointment. I was in tremendous amounts of pain, and they gave me a shot in the butt for pain and a prescription for steroids uh, uh, to help with the inflammation of in my lower back. Um, then I had a 10 a.m. with my chiropractor to go in there and get an x-ray to find out what's really going on, find out what's how bad is it, and then get a adjustment. This is my fourth adjustment in seven days. But it was a really good adjustment this morning, um, and my chiropractor was able to get a lot of kinks out and things like that, but I got to see him tomorrow, and I got to see him on Thursday. Then uh, after that, I finally grabbed a little bit of lunch and came home because I'm not going to the office because I can barely walk, but I need to work. I need to work on my nine to five. And luckily for me, I, I'm employed with a company that's understanding of my health needs right now and they under they get it and I can just log in on my uh, laptop and get work done. Um, all at the same time, um, fulfilling uh, eBay orders, I get anywhere between five to 10 a day right now. Um, I'm not making hardly any money, but I think in time, as I keep pursuing it and keep pushing it, it will turn into something that's profitable. Now, I don't know if I'm going to keep the eBay store forever or not. I don't know. Uh, right now, I have about fifteen to 1,700 items listed on there and growing. And I don't list my items. I hired a virtual assistant that I pay who works on my store 30 hours a week. Um, if you have any questions about that kind of stuff, you can feel free to reach out to me, and I'll be happy to uh, tell you how I did it who works on listing items on my store. I'm doing what's known as drop shipping. So uh, uh, drop shipping items. So when somebody buys, a, I don't know, a toothbrush on my store, uh, they pay me through PayPal, through eBay, and then I turn around and buy, the, buy it from wherever I'm fulfilling it from, uh, a warehouse or wherever, and I buy it from them and have it shipped over there, and I pocket the difference in profit. Now, it sounds like there's profit, but easy profit, and it can be, but there are some things you have to understand when you do drop shipping is that um, the profit margin is usually pretty small. It really is. But if you're doing 10, 20, 30, 40 orders a day, then it adds up. And there's other ways of making money, cashback uh, rewards cards. I use a cashback rewards card for all of my order fulfillment. So I get some cash back on my credit card, and that is part of my profit margin. There's other things you can click into, like Ebates and things like that. So whenever you're fulfilling an order, if they, if the where you're fulfilling your order from happens to have an account with Ebates, you might be able to get some cash back by going through Ebates or some sort of buying assistant uh, um, uh, tool that online that will help give you a little bit of cash back too. All that adds up. Um, my goal for the store, the eBay store, since we're talking about it, is to have, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 items on the store and maybe turning some profits, maybe turning some decent profits. I would love it if the store is making me, you know, 
$5,000 a month. I would consider that a win. If I have an eBay store that's making me five to $10,000 a month and I have virtual assistants doing the customer service, doing the order fulfillment, uh, any order cancellations, customer service, you know, all that kind of stuff, and I'm still making two to $10,000 a month, I'll consider that a win. After I've paid my eBay fees and PayPal fee, fees, I'll consider that a win. An extra two thousand dollars a month, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say is not enough money. I'm not planning on that being my career. What it is is giving me a skill set. It's giving me the understanding of how of how a type of e-commerce works, customer service skills, um, how eBay operates keyword information, you know, it's giving me all kinds of transferable skills that I'm going to use that I've used and transferred to my other online store, uh, redefinedgrooming.com, um, to help me understand what the customers are looking for in redefined grooming. The good side of eBay is that they can, they have all the traffic millions and you might knock it. You might not ever go to mil, uh, to eBay, but you'd be surprised how many people log into eBay every month. Um, there are, I, I forgot what the numbers are, but there's something like 25 million people a month going to eBay. Uh, it's, it's the second biggest marketplace next to Amazon. Amazon is by far the largest and I don't have an Amazon store and I'm considering it, but I really want to understand eBay. And I went from eBay to an e-commerce store. A lot of people go eBay to Amazon store, then an e-commerce store and have all three. I will probably do an Amazon store, but right now I am concentrating wholeheartedly on a e-commerce store. The reason I want an e-commerce store along with an eBay store is because eBay controls the traffic. So they control the, the clients, the customers, and they control the traffic. So if eBay doesn't like me for whatever reason, they can close my account. And I am stuck like Chuck. That's why everybody says, don't just have eBay. Don't just have Amazon. Because if Amazon doesn't like you, they can shut your account down immediately. They don't even have to give you an explanation. And you lose all your traffic. You lose all your customers. You use, lose your source of income. Remember I said in the very first podcast that the average millionaire has seven sources of income. And I am taking that literally. So if source number one is my day job, Source number two is my wife's job, uh, which my wife is working. Source number three is my eBay store. Uh, eventually, that hopefully that will be profitable. I think it will be. I think it's going to take me another uh, six months or so for me to start turning a profit. It's just a question of how many items do I have, how many sales do I get, and do those sales offset the cost of eBay, PayPal, software fees, and virtual assistant fees. Eventually, I think the number, the magic number is 15 to 25 sales a day. I think that's what it's kind of working out to me. Um, if you're getting 15 to 25 sales a day, I think you should start turning some profits after you've paid for everything. Uh, um, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm currently focusing on. Uh, uh, I could be wrong. If anybody out there has an eBay store who's kicking butt and taking names and they're only getting three sources, three sales a day, they could be doing it differently for me. They might not be drop shipping. They might be finding, uh, uh, they might be scuba diving and finding diamond, <laughs> diamond earrings in, in the middle of a river and then turning around and selling those on eBay. Well, yeah, that, that'll, you know, that, that'll turn a quick profit too. So I don't know. There's all kinds of ways to sell on eBay. Um, but that's what I'm doing. 
So I fulfilled my eBay orders, went to my two doctor's appointments, got some steroids, got my steroids from the pharmacist and my painkillers, came back home after I had a little bit of lunch, tried to work through the pain and have been successfully and not successfully working. As I talked about yesterday, pain sucks. And it is the biggest distractor in anybody's life. It'll stop you in your tracks. And I keep and I told you guys yesterday, and I'm telling myself this, and I'm telling you guys to, today, power through it. Figure it out. Figure out, you know, work in spurts of five minutes if you can. Work in spurts of 10 minutes if you can. If you have to work for 10 minutes and then take an hour nap because your pain is so bad, then so be it. At least you work for 10 minutes. Every day you got to chip away at that iceberg. Every day you have to take that step to climb to the top of the mountain. By the way, if you're ever an entrepreneur, you're never going to reach the top of the mountain, ever. If you think that you reach the top of the mountain, then one of two things probably happen. One, you're fooling yourself. Or two, you're satisfied with where you are, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But the second you stop pushing, the second you stop grinding for your goal, the second you stop trying to find more customers is the second your store starts to die or your business starts to die. You always have to be doing it. Now, that doesn't mean that you personally don't have to do it. Uh, I, I was doing some coaching with a, with a, a really high-end sales guy uh, several years ago. And this was back when I was in my mid to late thirties. And I, I, I understood this principle very well because he made a ton of money. He was making probably half a million dollars a year and he wanted to make more money, but he was just overwhelmed, overworked. And I was talking to him about it. And I was like, look, the guy was twice my age. And I was like, look, you need to hire your weakness. And he just kind of looked at me and, and I said, what's your weakest at? Hire somebody to take it over. Or what you don't want to do, hire somebody to take it over or figure out how to automate it. That's what you got to do. So it, for him, the paperwork was killing him. He wanted to go out there and make sales. He was loved selling. He loved doing uh, dinner seminars and things like that. And he loved meeting with clients and customers and, and, and having dinners and lunches and all that kind of stuff. But he hated follow through on the paperwork and all that customer service crap. And I was like, great, hire somebody to take care of that. And I said, immediately, he's like, I don't want to lose, you know, I don't want to pay somebody $30,000, $50,000 a year to do that kind of work. And I was like, I promise you, you hire somebody $50,000 a year to take over that kind of work. You will double what you spent on them. You'll almost within six months, you would have made that back and then some because they would have had more free time and more energy to focus on what you need to do to actually make money. Okay, so stop worrying about spending money. Go worry about making money and have some and spend some money on the person who's going to free up your life, free up your time to go make money. And that's the focus I'm trying to tell myself every stinking day. Hire people if I if you can to help you automate everything that I can possibly automate as I build this thing. I'm finding more and more ways to automate and some of it's free. But you're not going to have, uh, and I keep telling myself this too, because I'm very, very guilty of this. You're not going to have a picture perfect e-commerce company 
immediately, especially when you're going at it alone or with one virtual assistant. You're going to have bare bones, eBay store, one virtual assistant, eventually e-commerce store, no virtual assistants, trying to figure out how to package products and sell them to people. Like when somebody buys a shaving cream from me uh, uh, on redefinedgrooming.com, I have to go and grab a shaving cream, stick it in a box, put, put a label on it, and mail it to them. And then they send me an email going, hey, where's my package? I have to reply to them. Eventually, I'm going to automate that by hiring somebody once I get enough sales coming in every day to do the order for me. Or they buy a razor blade from me, or they buy this, or they buy that, or they say, "Where's my? When's my package arriving? Or can I buy two? Or can I buy more? Or what? You know, how about a refund? You know, all those things. Once I get enough traction going on in that store, I'm going to hire a virtual assistant to handle a lot of the customer service emails, and then eventually I'm going to hire somebody to physically do the orders in house. Now, what my hope is, and what I dream to do is to tell my wife, honey, it's time for you to quit. I need you to work. Help me work on my eBay store. Help me work on my e-commerce store while I'm doing my day job. And she can come in and she can do order fulfillment, that kind of stuff, play with the kids, take them to daycare, take them all those kinds of things, all, all those things, and she can work from home. <coughs> it's not hard. You're not working 30 hours a week or 12 hours a day on your e-commerce store, you're really not. A lot of it's automated. You're working in spurts, 30 minutes here, 10 minutes there, one hour there. You're working in spurts. Nothing happens for four hours. Or even if orders come in, you don't have to fulfill them immediately. You have time for processing and handling. And that's what I keep telling myself that. And eventually I want to hire my wife away from her job, work on the eBay store, work on the e-commerce store. And then when she gets so busy, because I'm going to be working on building out the store and trying to bring in more customers and or, and creating more ads and creating more sales funnels and all these kinds of things that bring in more ads, then we can hire somebody who can physically uh, come in and work out of work on order fulfillment with us. And then eventually if I can, and we're making enough money, stop working out of the garage and start working out of a proper, you know, small warehouse. And then eventually grow into another warehouse. Uh, um, I don't give enough. I'm ashamed to say this. I don't give enough. I don't tithe 10%. I wish I did. I don't. I don't give enough to charity. I wish I did. I don't. I don't um, help enough in charity and it bugs the crap out of me. I wish I did. I don't. My dream is to have multiple e-commerce stores and each store gives 10% of their profits to some sort of charity. That's my dream. I'm not doing it to pat myself on the back. I'm not doing it to soothe my ego and say that I am the greatest in the world. I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because I just want to give back. And I don't. And I don't give enough, and I wish I did. Um, that's my goal. That's my dream. That's my journey. That's what I'm taking you guys through. You know, 44-year-old guy, married three kids, trying to work for himself. Eventually, I'm going to get to that point because there is no plan B. Trying to deal with adult acne 
using better products on my face, better products on my body to deal with the acne, to deal with razor burn. And then who knows? Who knows where that's going to take me? I have a plan. I have a vision. But I'm also smart enough to realize if opportunity comes around, I might do something else or I might do another business besides e-commerce. I'm I, Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I need to keep my eyes on the prize, my heart open to what society is telling me, what my customers are telling me, what my, what my, what my, what my intuition is telling me, your gut feeling. If it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. And then eventually it's going to work out. Eventually it's going to work out. And I hope the best for you guys. I hope that you guys will do the same thing. Please do me a favor. Share this podcast. Tell people about my journey. Hopefully this will inspire you. If it's not too late. It's not. You don't have to be 22 years old. You see all these commercials and you see all this crap where you see the 16-year-old and I'm a millionaire and I'm staying behind a Jaguar. He probably rented it. And by the way, that's crap. Or not a Jaguar. Lamborghini. Excuse me. It's not a cool enough car. Uh, uh, or a Ferrari. Or a 22-year-old multimillionaire. I'm a multimillionaire. I can do it. And all that does is tells the 40-year-olds, the 30-somethings, the 40-year-olds, the Gen Xs like me and older, that, oh my God, only e-commerce is for the young. Because they're the one that get that internet crap. That's not true. It's not and it's not too late to chase whatever you're wanting to chase. I'm not asking you guys to join me in the e-commerce business. I'm asking you to go after whatever it is you want to go after. Learn to play a guitar. Sail around the world. Start a business for yourself. Improve a relationship with a loved one that you haven't spoken with in 10, 15, 20 years. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your circumstance. If you have energy at all, then you should go after it. Because all of us are going to go meet our maker one day. The last thing I want to do is be 85 years old, sitting in my deathbed, waiting to take my last breaths, and telling myself, well, I wish I had started. No, when I'm 85 years old and I'm taking my last press, I'm going to say I gave it a try. I hit some home runs, I hit some base runs, and I struck out a lot, but at least I tried. That's all we can do in this world. I wish you all the best. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this with your friends and your family. Anybody who needs any fulfillment, uplifting, I'm going to be talking about that kind of stuff here. I love you guys. This is JC. Talk to you again.